0: A Florida man is arrested for urging his pregnant daughter to kill herself. A Baton Rouge caretaker is wanted for fraud and taking advantage of a wealthy business owner with dementia. And a New Hampshire man is convicted in public for the murder of his wife at her book club meeting. These stories and more coming at you today on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton.
1: And I'm Kelly Jennings. KJ is back. KJ is back in the
0: house. No, the Michael Un-
1: again. Unspeakable. Nope. Ago is missing on this Monday. Fun day. I hope you all <laughs> had, right. had a great weekend. Day. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us
0: again. It's yes. a pleasure as always. Happy yeah. to be there. Kelly Jennings, of course, a host of Unspeakable, a true crime podcast by Kelly Jennings that can yep. be found on any audio network, yep. period. Yeah, absolutely. Come find
2: me, y'all, because it's amazing. I like to talk about crime and talk shit. That's (laughs)
0: right. And you do it well. In that order. (laughs) That's right. You do it well. Absolutely. So, we're going to get into some crime news today. And a caretaker is accused of exploiting a wealthy Baton Rouge man and now facing even more charges in Denham Springs after a fraud case. The caretaker of the husband of a prominent interior designer in Baton Rouge was indicted last week for exploitation of the infirmed. Beth Claiborne Interiors, which I'm very familiar with, in another life I used to help them pick colors. Uh, they sit at the corner of Perkins and Highland Road in Baton Rouge near I ten, and they offer. Uh, y'all, they are basically the designer for the rich. Right, you know right. that that area of Baton Rouge. No
2: wonder I don't know them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Mike would know them. Yeah, I. I, I, uh, I know Louisiana. No that man. area of Baton Rouge is uh, is very prominent it's near the Country Club of Louisiana, Highland Road, Highland Road, Road and all that. And that. Uh, so they had an issue because uh, the the gentleman, uh, the husband of Beth Claiborne, uh, had fallen on some hard times relative to his health, uh, some dementia issues, uh, and when. That happens. You have to get someone a caretaker. Typically, it's at horrible. some point, yeah, you, you definitely.
2: If you're not equipped and you don't have the training, it's very difficult.
0: And and, yeah. and, and it gets
1: progressively
0: worse. Yeah. So um, that's what the Claiburns did. They hired a caretaker, and uh, for about four months, she was taking care of Garrett Claiborne, which which was the the gentleman in the story that it eventually passes away. Um so Melba Bro is actually accused of felony charges in relation to he, her taking care of him. Essentially, she was the she ended up changing the beneficiary to his 2 million dollar Destin yeah. condo. Yeah, all right. Uh all of his stocks, yeah. all of his oh, bank accounts. Like they were going to notice that. Right. In all of his guns and half of his stake in his wife's interior design firm. Wow. Beth Claiborne Interiors. And his wife knew nothing about this. He passed away. Basically, she had him change it in his will. Uh, if convicted of this, Bro is going to face 10 years, up to 10 years in prison, which to me is not enough. No. And will have to pay a fine. Uh, Did she get
2: her hands on any of it? No. Thank God. Not
1: yet. I yeah, mean, it's he being would, adjudicated. That's not, yeah. not tell him what she stole out of the house underneath the family's lands. Right. Be-
0: period. Uh, and she'll also, obviously, if she was convicted, lose stake in his will, which she is named in at this point. Well, I mean, the fact that she changed it after she's there for
1: health care for dementia, mm-hmm. it's not going to stand anyway.
0: Right. And then only four months. Right. Uh, so that was last week, y'all. Then, earlier this week, The DSPD issues an alert on Facebook. And on this alert is a picture of a lady. And it's not typically what you would see after you read what was underneath it. It was the picture of a lady. And it says, this woman is wanted. If you know who she is, she has purchased $12,000 worth of gift cards Mm. from a Denim Springs Sam's Club.
2: Because that's not a red flag. That's my Sam's Club.
0: So I noticed as soon as I saw that picture that there was a lot of comments underneath it. So I click on it, and there's about a 1,000 people commenting. And they're saying, that's Melba, bro. Same way. So apparently, the news station in Baton Rouge had just ran the fraud story regarding the Claiborne's. Whenever she decided to go into Sam's Club and do this. So her face had already been all over the news. So when they saw this security picture, which we'll put on the Real Life Real Crime Daily Facebook, they knew right off this is the woman. But when you look at her, she looks very classy, very put together. You would never think. But apparently she went into Sam's Club and purchased $12,000 worth of gift cards on a stolen credit card, yeah, which so, I'm surprised they would allow her to even go up to $12,000. Well, if, well, uh, if you're have, you rich. A couple
1: of times, so, but
2: knows? I was going to say, if you're rich, too, and they, your your standard spending habits are higher than the average, maybe it didn't alert the credit card company either. Yeah. Right?
0: Well, and the interesting thing to all this is, as of this recording, they have not caught Melba Bro. She still has a warrant out for her arrest out of uh, Denham Springs, Louisiana and uh so if you if you happen to run into Miss Melba, call tell nine, her they are looking for her up here and yeah, call nine one one. Call not, yeah, don't don't approach her. I'm joking. Or about
2: that. oh no, they already had to fire him, the guy that was willing to shoot his co worker and show back yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: was
2: gonna right. say maybe we can tell him to go ahead and maybe, grab her. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. So Miss Melba bro, uh you're wanted in, in you Denham Springs. Yeah, you can't outrun that that warrant. That's Melba, yeah.
2: your ass is Toast,
0: right? Yeah, Melba toast.
1: You get it? I used to put that. Uh, my yeah. mom used to make crab meat all gratin for these cocktail parties. Ooh. Melba
0: toast when I was a kid, I thought I was stealing. That was a great pun, Kelly. You like that? that? I don't good. think Mike could have come good. up with no, a pun like no, that. No, do you no,
2: get Mike. out of my way, Mike? There you go, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: so you, you know, um, oh, on Friday's episode, I talk about parenting and and, and You know, coming up, my dad and I certainly had our moments, especially when I was a dumb teenager and all that. But you were never a dumb teenager. Well, you're right. I was a smart (laughs) dumb teenager. Uh, But I never wanted to kill him. No. right. But a judge sentenced a 32-year-old man last week to 26 years to life for stabbing his father to death in 2021 because he was angry about his childhood.
2: Jesus. Right?
1: So wow. Judge uh, Penny handed down the sentence against James Shade on Friday after a jury convicted him of first degree murder with the use of a deadly weapon. On Sunday, March 14th, 2021, police responded to a home where they found the victim, 62 year old Larry Shade, deceased. Shade, who had been stabbed over 20 times, reportedly walked to his neighbor's house and cried for help before passing away on the front porch as they tried to summon aid. Um, police have identified the victim's son, James Shade, as a suspect and took him into custody. Shade was reportedly angry and resentful toward his father for a, what he basically he said it was a shitty childhood. However, during the trial, it was revealed that the victim tried to help his son and have a relationship with, with him as an adult, DA's office said. Shade reportedly lived on his father's property in Paradise, California, but the victim was planning to move back, which created additional conflict between the victim and the defendant. Prior to the victim's death, Shade reportedly threatened his father for years. Shade told jurors he drove to his father's home in Roseville to serve him with a restraining order while armed with a knife, and he acted in self-defense when he stabbed his father. Shade's father... Gave him the knife weeks before his stabbing death.
2: Okay, well, you don't give your own restraining order. What the heck? You're breaking your own restraining order then.
1: (laughs) So the deputy DA said Shade's lack of remorse has been particularly disturbing. And uh, her name is Duffy, or yeah, Anna Duffy. And Duffy added his anger toward his father did not in any way justify his decision to brutally end his dad's life. He made the choice to extinguish the life of a father, brother, son, uncle, and a friend to avenge his own anger without regard to the suffering he caused to the victim or those who cared about the victim. And uh, he's hashtag murder by you, bitch.
0: I'm going to tell you what. That's somebody that sucked their mama's tit too long right. when they were young. That's uh, the and problem And a knife there. is
2: so personal of an attack. What a, what what a, a baby.
0: Yeah. And then the knife, the dad gave him the knife. How about that? I gave
1: you the weapon you killed me with. He came over and stabbed me. That's cold. Times. And then the I think he was six seven years old. After he had been stabbed twenty times, made it to the neighbor's house to beg for help. and wow. dying on the floor. So you, I don't, mean, I don't, I don't know
2: anything me. about it, but I'm gonna call this. When he goes to court, I bet you he tries to claim some type of abuse, sexual abuse or something stupid that can't be proven, yeah, well, tarnish they, this man's they, name. They,
1: they, they had the trial, and he, he got convicted, uh-huh. and he but his defense was that his dad, um, they had a shitty relationship.
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it went to court. I'm sorry yeah, I missed that. Yeah. But, I, you know, it, it it seems to be a common thing here in our society that entitled young people yeah. who live in paradise, literally, that's the name of the right, area— right. You know, you're going to come in there and you're going to be mad at your dad who provides everything for you. Mm-hmm. You literally some. are the definition of a son of a bitch. Every, every
1: time my daddy beat my ass, I deserved it. And then this dude, maybe Honk. he didn't get beat enough. I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, I can tell you, um, uh, you know, it's. I say beat yeah, y'all. I mean,
1: I mean, my I mean could like,
0: you. I, of course, you can't even imagine your own son killing you. And see, I mean, we're seeing it. We're who reporting was the, on this
1: all the time now,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, who was the famous singer whose dad killed him? Marvin, S- uh, Marvin Gaye, yes. Let's get it yeah. on sexual healing, baby. I mean, uh, that, when I nah, get
1: dun, that dun, feeling, yeah, right? I won't. Hey, I, I remember sneaking out. Uh, my parents made my oldest brother, when he was home from college, park his car behind the wall area, and he had a like, and I don't know. But, 1981 Toyota Curl first one that came out but he had the cassette tape of Marvin Gaye boy I thought I was being dirty oh, listening yeah. to Sexual Healing you're oh, nasty what yeah. oh, <laughs> that's good stop boy
0: look that's gotta be one of the only songs in the world that right. it just sparks and made the second oh, you it. hear that and let's get it on yeah. I mean, my dad used
1: to punish me when I was in high school I, he didn't let me drive to school and it's, it was on this one lane road all the way in and he would drive like 10 miles an hour. All the cars are backed up behind us. He put on his Ray-Bans, and he have Marvin Gaye, let's get it on plan. <laughs> and then we pull up to the school, and all the kids are in the front part of school. I'm like, Daddy, please drop me in the back. Please drop me in the back. He's like, uh-uh. And he pulled up, and he have it blaring right there, right, right in the front of the – hundred and some of the kids we had in the whole school yeah Let, let's get it on so, your daddy is so cute go. by the way yeah, daddy, I
2: just think he's. Hey, when I said
1: he beat my ass I mean that's a he, southern thing it, when we he, say he, that he, yeah. he didn't he didn't abuse me uh, I got everyone
0: whooping I deserve
1: yeah Yeah. he made me the man I am didn't today didn't get
0: something you probably did it was hard
1: to pull one over on Lee over tonight <laughs> you know? had respect for him Oh, absolutely and to, to this day and yeah. um, great guy his
0: tough.
2: yeah well um on another sad note, yeah. <laughs> um, a Pennsylvania woman is charged with aiding her estranged boyfriend's suicide. Mm. A Pennsylvania woman is accused of encouraging her, her estranged boyfriend to commit suicide. Mm. Mandy Roush, 35 was charged Tuesday with aiding suicide and misdemeanor harassment in connection with the death of a 37 year old Kevin Metzger. According to officials, messages sent to Metzger were quote heinous and graphic. Mr. Metzger, May still be here today if those messages did not influence and encourage him to take his own life officials claim we will not know or tolerate this kind. Sorry, boom. We will not allow or tolerate this kind of egregious behavior. The level of bullying, harassment and threats rose to a criminal level in this particular case, and we will prosecute it to the fullest extent of the law. The messages began on May 5th, 2021, when Metzger was on military training out of town. Roush allegedly messaged Metzger that she was in another relationship and the new man would be taking over as father of their daughter.
1: Mm. (laughs) I hate
2: when people use children as weapons. I hope for the child's sake that you do kill yourself, Roush wrote. She would be better off not even knowing you. She allegedly informed him that she planned Jeez. to have sex with a boyfriend on Mother's Day while your daughter calls him daddy. This is oh. a this is a new level of
0: This chick's evil, man.
2: Bruh. Yeah. Savage that's
0: Cold. On another He's occasion. Call me. Dang, that's cold, bruh. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Woof. Oh, what a winch. Okay. On another occasion, Roush allegedly sent him a video of her having sex with a man after Metzger gave her $200, which she told him was too little. Roush's attorney. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, man. Roush's attorney, Phil DeLicente, says his client is innocent of all the charges. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that was a video taken atop a... Ferris wheel from last better episode. Better in Las Vegas, uh. in Las been. Be- from last episode. All right. It was an emotional relationship between two individuals that happens every day in this country. There were texts that were exchanged that were emotional and at times could be considered mean and maybe to even some immoral. But considering this is a crime where there are no methods or means described by this individual to have this transpire seems just inappropriate. Suicide is a very tragic and hurtful thing to have anyone suffer, he adds. We take it very seriously, and it is even more upsetting and troubling that somehow Ms. Roush is being considered responsible for this. There are always two sides to a story.
0: Okay, and I want to say sides. something about this. Yeah. yeah, the, the, the truth.
2: truth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to I say something about this. And look, for those of y'all that, that are unaware um, or not familiar with, um, the, I'm fortunate that I get to talk crime today with two people who – actually are educated in crime at very high level. So Kelly is a uh has a master's degree in criminal justice. She's done everything from working in Angola to work for the sheriff's office, Woody Overton, right. best detective on God's Green Earth. Amen. Uh solves uh, more cold cases than you can imagine. And so I got a question for both you guys just listening to that and it popped in my head. Um that lady is obviously horrible human being Totally. But can you get arrested for encouraging someone to kill themselves? Yeah, Absolutely. That's the uh, case remember of that, the girl. The, the, girl, the yeah. uh
1: the a little girls sort were of, uh, encouraging her to commit suicide, she did it.
2: Well, there's another one. There's a girl that she had thick eyebrows and they drove me nuts, (laughs) but I can't think of her name right now. But she had a little boyfriend that was depressed and sad, and I think that would play over. That's
1: right. And she she did did it it
2: over the, and for weeks, no, do it. Just do it. Just just do it. it." And he ended up killing himself um, through carbon monoxide poisoning. He got in his car, closed the garage, and
0: put a banana in the muffler and um, started
2: it, and he ended up killing himself. So to me, and I know Woody, you probably have Mm. uh, another opinion, but, or a, additional opinion. But uh, to me, there's more to this. I need to know his history. Did he have a history of depression and sadness and illness? And if she knew that, I mean, obviously she's a horrible person, but you can't mess with someone to that level, especially if you know that he's you're
0: definitely culpable. You're
2: in, culpable in, in, in the fact that if he was struggling and she knew that and she tipped him I mean, over the edge, married
1: him. she knew it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then you're, you're going to use someone's child as a weapon. That is disgusting. You know, to say that yeah. another guy's going to talk, call your dad, you know, yeah. take over
1: his father duties, and and, and having sex on video and send it to you on Mother's
0: Day, right? Yeah, I mean, that they're, they're that's a e- that chick's evil, yeah. evil man. And I'm not saying she didn't deserve it, but I I didn't realize. Because technically she didn't pull a trigger, she didn't, but I yeah. guess she hey, did in, a, in a, a backdoor what kind I of way.
2: Neither yeah. does the driver of a of a you know person who goes and robs a bank and jumps in. But you're right. still principal to right. the right. to the offense. And, that,
1: mm-hmm. and Good point. the jury will hear it all, and I'm sure there's a whole lot more that they have on on this. I won't say lady on this person. Bitch. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This Kelly is able. Uh, <laughs> then they're letting out yet, so we'll, we'll keep you updated on that one for sure.
0: This one's going to sicken you. A Florida man has been arrested for urging his pregnant daughter to kill herself. Oh, so this is horrible. So this Florida man is accused of callously gouting uh, his teenage daughter to kill herself by calling her pregnant and worthless two days before she attempted suicide. Garrett Canales, 33, told his 13-year-old daughter in a conversation over a speakerphone in April that she was a whore. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this
1: episode and providing us with free samples.
0: My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you?
1: I love that. You sound like, it's that time of year, though, bro.
0: I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine.
1: Yeah, well... Have you tried AstroPro? It's faster, bro. Right? AstroPro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. AstroPro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use AstroPro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast
0: I'm back in the game, down on those rows,
1: playing my stuff.
0: and to go kill herself. The verbal assault began when the teenager called her father on the speakerphone while her friends were hanging out with her in her room. He allegedly called her a bitch, a slut, a whore, and told her to go fuck herself. I'm quoting him. The girl was trying to express how she felt about him when he cut in. You're not worth it. I choose my girlfriend over you anyway. Go kill yourself. He added at some point during the conversation, you kill yourself. Don't just say it. The abuse prompted the child to go to her brother's, uh, get her brother's baseball bat and smash a photo of her and her father. Prior to the attack, the girl once told her father by a text that she felt a desire to harm herself. The abuse prompted the young girl to slice a wrist with a knife and a piece of glass, then swallow 14 Benadryl pills. After telling her mother what she had done, she was rushed to the hospital where her stomach was pumped. A a judge issued the arrest warrant for Canales, who was found in Massachusetts and extradited last week to Florida. Canales, who is currently being held in jail without bond, is charged with one count of felony child abuse and misdemeanor violation of probation. So, honestly, he's not going to get a whole lot out of that as far as jail time. He's he's not a
2: father. He's a sperm donor. But
0: what a... POS,
2: you know, there's and look to talk
0: to tell your daughter. I don't care what she's a thirteen year old girl,
2: right? And what I was going to say is, I'm a teacher. If if you're new and you don't know me, and I teach high school students, and there is a, a a pandemic, if you want to call it, of parentless children. And I don't mean the parents yeah. are gone and dead. I mean, they're not parenting the children. Right. And then we wonder why our society has so many mental health issues and why, you know, she's 16 and she's pregnant. Okay. The world's going to still go around. She messed up. Okay. Obviously it's not an ideal situation, but if you can't handle it, sir, then step off. Yeah. Exactly. Get out of the way. You clearly are not a man anyway. Yeah. You know, she needed love and she needed support and she needed help. Um, and she's a kid.
0: She's a baby. And yeah, how dare you call her
2: a slut? And you don't know. Yeah. Well, and that's your child. Yep. It's Sick.
0: What, what do you do?
2: General Good population. To, that's my answer to everything. Yeah, General yeah. population. Exactly. <laughs> down,
0: so down here, we why. put them in a crab trap. Yeah. Yeah. take here.
1: murder by you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well.
1: Bless her heart. Here's yeah, another gosh. one. Um, and another family. It's just messed up. Um, deputies arrested a 53-year-old man this week for allegedly leaving his five grandchildren home alone all day without food or air conditioner during a very hot day. Mm. So mm-hmm. deputies want to go to do a welfare check, and upon their arrivals, they learn that Kevin Turner left the five children ages 9, 12, 13, 13, and 16 years old in the home without food, air conditioner, and adult supervision on a day with high temperatures over 98 degrees. Council Mark Herman said a couple of them, meaning the kids, y'all, went to the local food store and were caught stealing food from the store. Mm-hmm. Herman reportedly added they were forbidden from running the air conditioner unless the grandfather was there, and the house was infested with roaches and just trashy inside. The children were home alone for 24 hours before officials arrived and transported them to a local hospital. Um, after the medical treatment, they were placed in child uh, in CPS uh, and who took custody of the children. And Turner is the children's grandfather, but he had custody because something. Yeah, well, yeah. and this is yeah.
2: your typical. Sorry right. if I sound angry, but kids, I love, I love kids. I love teenagers specifically. I teach them, and and this is the cyclical thing we see where there's women giving birth to kids, and then the the courts give next of kin right. custody whether they're fit or not. Right,
1: right, yeah, and and obviously he wasn't, and maybe somebody called him while the the cops were there because he showed up and they 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 booked him on. A, Child abandonment charges,
0: and and let me tell y'all, uh, all three of us can speak to this in this room. But we're South Louisiana here, so that's those ninety eight degree temperatures are what oh, we have here. Hot. If you're in a house and there's no air conditioner running for several hours and it's ninety eight degrees outside, it's, it's one hundred right. yeah. well, and fifteen in the house. Go about, in your
2: attic and sit there. Oh, on it's, hot it's day.
0: ridiculous. You, you kids are so hungry. Yeah. That, that in addition to two being of them
1: high, go to the store to try and steal food so they can eat.
2: You know,
0: that's a say, and this is a second story we reported in a couple of days right. where somebody's that's just nice. left somebody. Now the other lady, what was it? What? He ate days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she went, I mean she went she went Puerto Rico and Jesus in Christ.
1: To
2: party. All, all I could say is that if you want to look at the silver lining here, they all survived. And maybe this is a, a blessing in disguise that they're in care now where they'll be, you know, tended to and, um, yeah. You right. know, get get yeah. at what they need, you know.
1: Well, I, um, we know CPS is going to take care of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And thank God they weren't hopefully dead, keep, any up the kids together. Right?
2: Which is a call to people, call to action. If these types of stories really, you know, hit your heart, y'all, they need foster parents out there. And you don't have to be good, special at anything, you know, to love a child and to welcome them into your home. Right. So, we, I think. You may disagree, but I feel like if you want to see change, be the change. Yeah. And so, hey, if you have the means, make that change. Make that
0: change, it's yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson. Michael
2: Jackson. But I believe it. Be the change you want to see, and you know, look into your local area. Go look at CASA or the local, you know, um, you know the local agencies in your area, and go see. Yeah. Hey, maybe I could help a kid temporarily.
1: I'll That's help, right. You know. Well, you know what? Maybe this grandfather. Took the custody because it's five kids, and he's getting a big old check from
2: the Oh, you know he is.
1: <laughs> but don't run my air conditioner that guy there. Right? Yeah, and, and watch 90, out for the degrees. roaches and the, and the bugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. while he's starving.
2: Okay, well, while we're on the train of shitty parents, here we go. A mom was implicated in Maine's 1985 Baby Jane Doe cold case, and she gets six years in prison. Now, I want to throw mm-hmm. this out there. I was born in 1984. So Baby. this would be... Yeah, exactly. I'm I was a,
0: 10 years old, girl. I'm,
2: yeah, I'm about to be 39 years old. I was driving.
0: I was riding a skateboard.
2: You were listening to Marvin Gaye, Yeah, did?
0: Actually, I was listening to Marvin Gaye for a while. I was yeah. 11 back then, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I was almost one. Okay, so a Massachusetts woman who abandoned her newborn daughter to die in a gravel pit in northern Maine on a cold winter day in 1985 has been sentenced to six years in prison. Leanne Daigle of Lowell, Massachusetts pleaded guilty to to manslaughter after DNA evidence helped solve the decades-old crime. The baby's body was discovered after a dog found it in the gravel pit and took it to a family's front yawn, lawn. Wow. Y'all, and yeah. a dog had more respect right. and more right. sense. Yeah. Daigle gave a tearful apology in court on Tuesday, saying she panicked instead of seeking help. I could have done more. I should have done more, she told the judge. Her name was Leanne Guret or Gourette, when police were alerted to the Grizzly discovery on December 7th, 1985. Detectives tracked the dog's path to the gravel pit where the baby had been born and abandoned in sub-zero temperatures. The death of baby Jane Doe went unsolved for years until a DNA match provided a break in the case leading to Daigle's indictment last year. In the intervening years, Daigle has raised two daughters, both of whom testified at her sentencing. She was originally charged... A- with depraved indifference, murder, but she pleaded guilty to manslaughter. The judge sentenced her to 16 years in prison, but suspended most of the sentence.
0: Wow! Crazy. And look, another case, Woody Everton, where they're um, they're solving this stuff with DNA. Right? You know, we talk yeah, about this exactly. a lot. These yeah. cold cases and whatnot, or or releasing the innocent. Right? The,
1: uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't get it.
2: I'll tell you this. Okay, so people will probably come at me on this one, but I'm gonna just
0: let them just come at you. Let them come way. at
2: me because I'm. They got to get
0: through us first. I'm
2: speaking my heart. And the older I've gotten, the more I've realized things. What she did was unconscionable. All right, and and I'm not defending that in any way. But if we reflect back on the story just now of the dad telling the young girl to kill herself. Because she was pregnant, and she was a slut, and she was a whore. Mm -hmm. I don't know all the details here. I'm not saying what she did was right in any way, shape, or form. But what I'm saying is totality of circumstance would—I would wonder here if she panicked. What was her life situation? Not that it was
1: right. No, I'm sure she did. I mean, she she didn't want anybody to know she was pregnant and everything uh, else. I mean, that that shit happens, but— there are other there options.
2: Are other options. Right. And right. she could have wrapped the baby up and and left it on a doorstep and rang a doorbell and ran. I mean, there's a right. million other things she could have done. Um, like it said, it went on. she went on to raise two more
0: girls. Yeah. And, you know, for both of y'all, and I'm sure y'all know this, but some of our listeners may not. There are actually states where if you have a child and you don't want to take care of that child, you can drop it yeah. somewhere and they it's legal. Like, they're not going to arrest you. Because they don't want you to do something like that. And right. this
2: is really neat. I saw this. I'm glad you brought that up. There um, are some states where they actually have this is okay. You know, I'm about to be silly, but you know, Subway, you know how they warm the bread? It's in mm-hmm. that little thing. Yeah. They have baby warmers in, saw you saw like that? that, in yeah. fire stations. And so the goal is on hot, I mean, on freezing cold nights, mm-hmm. if you brought your baby and dropped it off, if nobody was at the firehouse or they were sleeping, the baby would freeze. And so they had these little literal bun in the oven containers. And so it's like you open the door, you place the baby inside the bassinet, but it stays warm.
1: Come on. Keeps them alive. That's
2: genius. That is pure genius because that's saying you know what it's welcoming. Take the shame out of yeah, it, yeah. and you'll see the difference.
0: Yeah, you know, the, the, wow, I mean, amazing.
2: I know it gives me
1: goosebumps. Just, for
0: it. <laughs> Did you ever, when you were in your investigating days, come across abandoned children? Was that something? Oh yeah, that?
1: lots of times when it went and we'd call OCS out and they'd take children wow. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, some really, really, really bad situations. Really, yeah.
2: You That's got. It. We got to kind of decide. Real life, real
0: crime. One right. day, yeah. You
2: know? It's kind of. It gets into a social issue, which I'm not getting into. But right. it kind of. We as a society have to decide: Do we want to make places for people to drop babies off, or do we want
1: to? I mean, they, get behind
2: people who want to terminate. So that doesn't. Ha- you know, what do we want to do?
1: I think. Yeah.
2: And I don't mean to get if political. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. as a but human, if,
1: if you're, I don't, I don't think it's political at all. Yeah. That, I mean, I understand if you're a kid and you're freaked out because you're having a kid. had a. We had a case. Uh, um, the girl hid the pregnancy and then and had the baby in the bathroom. Uh, uh, and then
2: was it at a fast food restaurant? She had the baby. Uh, no,
1: this oh. in her home. And then she had, she, you know, she was bleeding and stuff. She had to mm-hmm. call nine one one, but nobody even knew she was pregnant. Right. Well, that was shitty parenting, I would think on, on whatever part. But y'all, if you're out there and you're in the situation. Go knock on a neighbor's door and leave it. Yeah. And knock on my door if you know where I live. And we're gonna get the <laughs> And
2: run. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, hey, I, can I add something to this real quick that's don't knock on
0: Kelly's door because Blake would I'll be like, s- We're not
2: it <laughs> I'll snatch that baby up oh, so fast or
0: his keep it, but So <laughs>
1: I, but I am gonna pass it along.
2: There's kind of a little joke with me and some of my friends that I'm like the baby whisperer because I had a friend and I'll make it short, but I had a friend who was trying to have babies and she went through multiple um losses and whatnot when I was getting my hair cut by her one day and i said hey have you ever heard of this organization called baby steps and she said no and basically it's you get a team together run a marathon type thing and um i said um but you can win free adoption or surrogacy fees type thing so you can you know right. anyway i said but if you win you know you got to thank me do you know my friend won
1: really? she won
2: and she got her children wow. from that well blessing. about i don't know a few months later um My mother-in-law, you know, God rest her soul, um, we were out there, and um, she heard screaming from our next-door neighbor's house. And I won't go into the details, but she runs over there and finds our neighbor's way old enough to know better daughter um, giving birth on the toilet. What? So she delivers the baby with Walmart bags on her hands because, you know. So just in passing, okay, in passing, when I saw that baby laying on her chest when the ambulance took her out, my heart broke because this woman was a drug addict. Yeah. In passing, I just put on Facebook, prayers for a baby born unexpectedly tonight. All right. I don't know your thoughts. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And this is why. Um,
0: I believe in Jesus, but I'm from the south side of the kingdom.
2: That's my saying. I believe in Jesus, but I'm from the south side of the the kingdom. So get out my face. (laughs) Um, But I posted that. About 25 minutes later, someone private messaged me. I'm not going to mention who a family member and said, what's happening with the baby? And I said, oh, I don't know. I'm not in that. Well, they had a friend who um, had a baby, not physically, but it had adopted the baby. And right underneath the one year mark, the parent reneged on the on it, and, and they adoption. took the baby back. They had a full nursery ready to go, no baby yeah. within twenty four hours. That Man, baby born place. on that toilet was adopted by those people. That's wow, love.
0: that's love. that's awesome and, and a great end to yes that story, right? <laughs> All right, so we're going to bring you to another story here. And a woman has been arrested for inserting herself into a hit-and-run investigation, sending gruesome photos to the driver. So this would be a story where, you know, this is kind of a Karen story that got out of control. We brought you. A story about a hit and run victim in Baton Rouge where the arm was severed. You remember that, Woody? I did. So, this is kind of an update to that story. A passenger in the car, in a car that last summer struck a man and severed his arm, has been arrested and accused of improperly involving him, herself in the investigation and taking gruesome pictures of the victim and sending them to the driver. Catraeus Selders, 25, is accused of being a principal to hit-and-run driving, obstruction of justice, criminal conspiracy, and failure to seek assistance. The crash, as we told you back then, occurred on Segan Lane near I-10 in Baton Rouge. Another passenger, Marcus McNair Jr., was arrested for multiple felony charges, and days later, the man suspected of driving the vehicle was picked up. His name was Kyron Fisher. He's accused of hit-and-run driving with serious injury and some other charges. Police quickly found the car involved, and its driver told officers that he had left the scene of the crash after a woman on the scene had told him to leave that witnesses would call the authorities right. and that she would call investigators if if they wanted to speak with him.
2: Yes, okay.
0: The sure. woman turned out to be Selders. Right. She sent several gruesome images of the pedestrian victim, the armless pedestrian victim, to the driver of the vehicle, including pictures of the man's severed arm with one message reading, I know y'all feel bad. mm Mm -hmm. Sellers allegedly made no attempt to contact authorities after sending the driver away and then did not tell police she had even any contact with him. Sellers was arrested Friday and posted a $6,000 bond Sunday and was released. That is just insane to me. So this woman stops. Nobody knows her. She basically tells the guy who hit the guy who now has a severed arm, oh, you can go ahead and go. I'll I'll talk to the police and give them your information. Mm -hmm. Takes a bunch of gruesome pictures, texts them to the guy. Guy, and then How'd you get his number saying? if you didn't know him? Well, she 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 didn't yeah. know him. She probably got his information right. when he was just there, just said, that, I, but, I, but when she pulled up. But
2: that's what I'm saying. Like like, who are you? This is the typical people that want to be a part of something that have right. nothing to do with it. and Insert themselves. And
1: like Jim Chapman said, that's a You're always on camera. You're yeah. always
0: on camera. They're and so, uh, you know, when we reported this case originally, we had no idea it was going to take that turn, but yeah. it has.
1: Here we go. Another great story. Not <laughs> a 31 year old woman was sentenced to 14 years in prison for failing to stop her boyfriend from fatally beating her two year old daughter just days before the oh, girl's birthday. God. Right? Uh, Ashley. McAlpine was found guilty June 7th of injury of a child with intent to cause severe bodily injury and was later sentenced to 16 years in prison. She received 903, she received credit for 903 days of time served. Police responded to a home and found McAlpine, Sarah, uh, I'm sorry, the daughter, uh, Shanna McAlpine, not breathing. Her body was reportedly covered in bruises and she later died from her injuries. On the day the police came, McAlpine, McAlpine's boyfriend, J.D. Nunez, and the daughter and her brother were about to go to a store to purchase items for the daughter's upcoming birthday party. But the daughter's shoes were on the wrong feet, and Nunez reportedly hit Shanana, Shen- her daughter, the the
0: daughter in the head then punched her several times now she's not even two years old hey y'all my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause hot flashes mild mood swings and sleeplessness she had them all until she tried hormone harmony RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigel, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. R- C.
1: McAlpine reportedly took Shehanna to another room to lie down, but Nunez walked in and choked the child for several several minutes. Hours later, McAlpine heard Shehanna crying and tried to put her in the shower. Shehanna, however, could not stand up on her own. McAlpine called police, and Shehanna was pronounced dead less than 45 minutes later. She died from blunt force trauma to the abdomen. And police arrested him and uh, on suspicion of murder, but a jury convicted him of a capital murder in October 2021. And he was sentenced to life in prison without parole.
2: Even if you argued that this idiot had a bad childhood and and, and that's there's how there's, he was treated, there's, there's, there's no you excuse. yeah
1: you wouldn't treat oh your worst God. enemy like treated this defenseless defenseless year old, right
2: general what? population. Hey, you know and- why?
1: It's because she had her shoes on the wrong feet.
2: Which is the most precious thing that babies do? That kids do, you know. I don't know, man. Your shoes are on the wrong feet. What you doing, crazy, right? And you switch their shoes. Yeah, Not
0: people, I still put my shoes on the wrong feet. Yeah, I'm just do But you're I'll you're special,
2: and we love you that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and all, yeah. That's a horrible, awful story. Disgusting, and just too much of this. Yeah. Too much of this yeah. abuse against our our kids. Against like against that. Our, our little, kids little, like this, boy, man. I think it
1: was four or five. The um the Stepfather, I, mean, I guess I need to tell him. Relieved for crying one day, um, beat him in the, in the stomach, thinking that he was going to get away with it, and and because the kid was crying, and beat him. And it ended up, oh my god, make him bleed internally and die. Like he didn't die till the next day.
2: Yeah. You know, it, it it's sickening because this is this is happening so much. We're like desensitized. Uh, to it, and when yeah. we get to that point, it's like in Baton Rouge, there's a shooting every day, someone dies every day, and you're like, no, Oh, well, someone else got shot. Right, right. Zero,
0: and I think that's true. I think with, with kids, you never really get this synthesized with, right. with the adult crime for sure. Right. Um, and you're right, I've especially Baton Rouge right now is like a war zone, yeah. and it is getting common to pull it up you know, shooting. Oh, there's another shooting in Baton Rouge. Right. Right. And those
2: um, idiots are having kids. Yeah, and they're not raising them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it. it I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Horrible story.
2: Yeah, I, I. I can't even. I don't even want to imagine. But, um, y'all want to talk about book clubs? Sure. Yes. <laughs> and the sitting like clubbing with a book, huh? Hey, we no, have a they, book
1: club on. On I'd be clubbing uh, with books all the time. Real life, real crime. It's um. It's 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 true crime books, but mm-hmm. oh, it's called Book'Em.
2: Yeah, and, oh, that's good. And,
1: and, and uh, so, uh, shout, out good shout out to all those. always got the
0: good puns over there. Real life, true crime. And,
1: yeah, and book yeah, But tell us about yeah. your so, murder so, by you.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> well read by you too. Right? <laughs> all right, man convicted of stabbing X in front of her book club at a Massachusetts oh, restaurant.
0: Because oh, you're gonna get away with that. You? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one will suspect
2: it. No. Not, right. Just turn the page. Never <laughs> nothing expectant.
0: happened. Book All club. right. A
2: All New right. Hampshire man has been found guilty of first-degree murder in the fatal stabbing of his former girlfriend in a Massachusetts restaurant where she was attending a book club meeting. Carlos Ascencio, 32, was convicted Tuesday. He faces a mandatory term of life in prison without parole. At his sentencing s- scheduled for June 29th, he stabbed Amanda Dabrowski, 31, nearly 20 times in the neck and body inside o'connor's restaurant in front of patrons and workers some of whom restrained him until police arrived a patron also suffered a stab wound but survived the couple had dated briefly Ascencio's defense attorney said his client was suffering from mental illness at the time of the attack and mounted an insanity defense which was not successful right yeah so you want to talk about insanity defenses i mean you have to meet some criteria you can't just claim you're insane, right.
0: right? And and look, that's a that's a debate I I hear a lot, and I actually learned it from Woody. But you know, anytime you show premeditation, you're not crazy, right? Because yeah. premeditation is planning. If you plan something, you weren't insane right. when you did it. Right. Now the act of what you did might be crazy, right.
2: but there's there's you know? legal, but that don't mean you are. There's legal the word you know like legal insanity medical insanity social insanity in a, in a sense like what you mean is that in, that's insane socially when we're speaking doesn't necessarily meet the muster of clinically
1: i um, i never known a case where it worked other than the dude that shot reagan didn't
2: that, it like, work in um in the one who drowned andrea yates where she drowned all the ki- all her kids methodically because she thought that the world they were too good oh, to go in oh, the
1: bath yeah, because she or was sent to try. a
2: medical facility for the rest of her life. Well, uh,
1: yeah, I don't I I already remember something about
0: that but yeah. so it
1: very rarely works but they yeah. try it every day.
0: Yeah. yeah. I will uh, yeah, and I'm I'm curious well, what cases would it work? I mean there's so many well the, the one cuz they all tried the one
1: I covered where the guy cut um, the baby out of his wife's stomach and, and tried to kill her. Yeah, he, he who's yeah. higher on that Mojo bullshit? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Then yeah, I mean, he was on nine one one when he did it. Yeah, right. The calls yeah. on nine one one. But Jeez. guess what? If there ever was a definition, you know, it could have been applied. It could have been applied to that, except for the fact that you're a fucking asshole because you took this synthetic shit that says do not use for this purpose. Right. When you made that decision. Then you're culpable for your actions afterwards. Right. It's yeah. like
0: it's called consequences,
2: right, you know. Right. Um, but insanity to me, and and I, you know, think, put yourself on a jury, right? I mean, you, it's average people of average understanding of the yeah. law, yeah. and I don't find you driving. First of all, it's your ex. How'd you know she was there? Then you find her, and then you bring a weapon to the scene. That's not insanity. Yeah, That's not, getting even. That's
0: vengeance. Explaining,
1: right. yeah. And, Lawyers, no doubt. No, no. Oh, not here. You can now Aga, take off that's that it. That's it. Move freely around the cabin. There's Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Maha. Maha. And we got an interesting one for you today. And this could have been a dumb criminal, even. But uh a Patriots player has been arrested. Jack Jones, actually. And yeah. Jack Jones is a New England Patriots player that was arrested on Friday evening at a security checkpoint at Logan Airport. Let me tell you how smart he is. Mm -hmm. Two guns found inside his carry-on luggage. Let me say that again, y'all. Two Two guns found inside his carry-on luggage that he knows he's got to put through an x-ray machine.
2: Here comes your defense. I was hit in the head during the football games too many times.
0: There you go. Twenty-five-year-old Jackie K. Jones of Arizona was arrested. Police were called to the Transportation Security Administration checkpoint after two firearms were found in the carry-on. Police identified the person as Jones and arrested him. He's facing charges of unlawful possession of firearm, carrying a loaded firearm. Uh Possession of a large-capacity feeding device, which would be a heavy-duty clip, and possession of ammunition without a firearm ID card, which tells me that it was loaded. Uh, he was booked at the State Police Logan Airport Barracks and had bail set at fifty grand. Now, my question is... Yeah, obviously he's not stupid. He, he probably has a college degree. He's playing football for the Patriots. Why on God's green earth would you bring a loaded a loaded gun in a carry on? Because
2: common sense isn't common.
0: Yeah, but let me tell you something, and I'm not defending this asshole.
1: Uh, uh, but remember, I told you about traveling so much every day. The uh, I always carried in one place. I I forget what a city I was in. It might have been Portland or somewhere. Uh, um, the I checked my pistol. Mm. Fucking left my extra magazine in my carry on bag. And mm. I, mean, I just was—I was tired. I've been on the road. Well, it's also long.
2: an everyday thing for you the, to have. The, your-
1: and for some reason, I left my spare mag in the bag. And of course, the pistol was unloaded. And I locked everything in the thing. But I just wasn't thinking. I had yeah. all my shit, and I've been on the road a long time. And shit, they got me. And, and they pulled me out of line like, what was this? I said, oh, fuck. I said, they said, <laughs> I, said I, you know, apologize and told them what's out of the data. And they were like, hey, okay, you want to get out of line and go check, recheck it or whatever? I so said, you can have it. yeah. But yeah. two pistols, and that's like that guy we had on the store last week going to France. He had all these AK-47s and the shitty ball. Oh, there. yeah. just checked yeah. the luggage too. Yeah, he's gonna
0: make his sell him. Crazy. So that is your mile high crime. And look, Mike would say, Well, he is a Patriots player. What did you expect? Yeah, yeah Mike. New <laughs> York yeah, football giants or whoever he pulls all right. for. All right.
1: You can now take off that belt and move freely around the cabin. Oh my, oh my. Dad gummit
0: right. Tiff. Tiffany. All do right. Do whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Oh. That's, That's a, a perfect economy time. Perfect time for a little kinky crime. What you think? Kinky crimes for Monday. Y'all two college students decided to get it on, right? The
2: That's, horror. Right.
1: The horror. right? That's where imagine you can get it at. So college students Mark Blankenship, twenty one, and Emily Scott, twenty, um, they were getting on but they got arrested. And they were held by police for lewd behavior after they were found naked in the back seat of their car. Not really bad there yet, y'all. Yeah. So a neighbor alerted police after she woke to moans coming from outside her home in Wisconsin. Shout mm-hmm. out to my people in Wisconsin, my family, <laughs> Shane and them. At 3.24 a.m. on a Friday, I guess they couldn't afford a room yeah. or they live in the dorms. So when the officer on duty arrived at the scene, he said he immediately observed what appeared to be two completely naked individuals in the backseat of a car. I used to do this all the time one day. <laughs> But he tells both Scott and Blank chef, hey, I'm a cop and get dressed and he, he, they told him, they said immediately, they said, okay. And so he went to back to the car to give them some privacy while they get dressed. right? But didn't happen when the couple f- f- failed to merge from the car. The policeman found that they went back to having sex. <laughs> oh, yeah! The cops.
0: The cops uh, <laughs> I
1: had to
0: get that done.
1: I mean. the, the cop was like, "He's like, because he left the door open, right? and, yeah. and and he went back, and he's and they're screwing again, right?" Oh and the God. cops like, "What?" And and so the blanket ship, the kid. Tries to shut the door on the cop and shouting, hey, you're a man. You should understand. And he said, it's just a dick. It's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> After the cop told him to come around, he said, it's just a dick. It's nothing to be afraid of. Mm. When the officer asked Scott, the female, while the couple had not stopped, she said, well, he wanted to finish. I <laughs> mean, um, you know.
0: The couple Shout of them was, uh, out
1: release, pin, and further charges.
0: Look, before we hit oh, that music, there. I got one quick one for you, and this oh is God. a good story. I so, I of these I need to tell these stories. Woody,
2: so, so when it's I just a Woody, yeah, right? it's nothing to
1: be afraid of. Oh God, it's just a dick.
0: <laughs> so, when, when I was like, I might have been 17 at the time, me and this girl were. Dating and, you know, young love and all that. And there was I'm a sure lake was love. in my neighborhood. This was a lake in the back of the neighborhood. And we go back there and we're in the car and we're making out. Okay. That's all we're doing, y'all. And maybe a little grinding or something. But nothing, nothing <laughs> like that, honestly. But we're doing that you for wished. about.
2: <laughs> we're doing that for about. You would have. She would've.
0: <laughs> We're doing that for about 10 minutes. About and it's just and like and you would think on the movies. Out. The entire inside of the car was fogged up, right? Yeah. And we were, we looked, 17 life. years old. Yeah. So all of a sudden, now this lake was surrounded by houses. So we were parked up in the lake part, but I mean, people lots knew there was a lots car of there. Submarine races. All of a sudden, I see a light coming through the fogged up windows. So it was like very faint, and I'm like, what the hell? Um, so I kind of pointed. To the window, so the girl would look. I'm not going to say her name. And she looks, and then there's a tap, and it says, this is a police. <laughs> and I said, oh, crap. So I get out of the car. She gets out of the car. Now, y'all, when I was 17, I was 5'11", probably about 190. I looked like I was 23. Um, my girlfriend, on the other hand, was like 4'11". Uh, very baby faced looking. Right. And so it looked like, at I'm sure to this police officer, that here's a grown ass man mm-hmm. and a you know, 13 year old girl. She was they, actually they older got, than me.
1: They got to check you. I haven't
0: checked yes. out. Yes. First thing he says, Where's your ID? Well, I didn't have an ID at the time. No. And I told him, I don't have an ID. So he's looking at me like, I'm, I'm dude, I'm, how old are you? I said, I just turned 17. He said, Well, how old are you? She said, 17. Now she had she had a driver's license. She pulls it out and shows it to him. And he says, Son, you're not 17. And I said, I'm freaking 17. He says, Where do you live? I live in the neighborhood. Long story short, guy goes to my house. My mom comes out and <laughs> oh, says, Yes, that that's my son. So he bad. is 17. Very embarrassing. But I will never forget that. Come to find out it was a it was a neighbor that had seen us parking there. She didn't know it was two kids. Right. And she called the cops. Said some yeah. people are which we were not having sex. We were just making out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah, I like <laughs> you know. to say,
1: you wish you were. You <laughs> wish you were. Uh, been So that, uh, that was d- my. D- take that my Velcro was- wallet and, and pull that old stale rubber <laughs> out of it. <laughs> the that love, made Velcro yeah. wall <laughs> was
0: That was my little crime. That more
1: that because you never got yeah. to take uh,
0: out. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Very good, man. Right, right. Kinky, kinky crime,
0: kinky crime for the and day. that shit
1: is funny. Love it.
2: Well,
0: all
1: right. I guess take us to some banjos. Banjos.
0: banjos, yeah. Give me some there banjos.
1: Dumb criminals.
2: All right, yeah. This is uh pretty dumb. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be yeah. Uh, Georgia murder suspect tracked down after leaving phone behind at dine and dash scene. A Georgia Mm. man wanted for murder was busted after he left his phone with a photo of his face on the lock screen at a restaurant where he and his friends dined and then dashed. I mean, Brian Garfield Fort. There you go. First of all, the, univor- the universe. Garfield. Ha- <laughs> the, the universe hates you with that name, but uh, Garfield, old Garfield, and pals walked out of the Juicy Crab on Cobb the County crab. <laughs> without paying and running up That's a hundred dollar tab. According to police, the group drove off and the restaurant staff called police. When police arrived, an officer found Fort's phone in the booth where he had been sitting. Oh, the yeah. phone's lock screen photo was a selfie of Fort, which helped police <laughs> quickly identify him. Oh, my God. That's in Vi- perfect. Right? Uh, when narcissism bites you in the ass, yeah. right? Uh, investigators later learn, oh, he's even wanted on a murder charge. Mm. A restaurant employee snapped a picture of Fort's license plate before he took off and shared it with police. Within hours, a license plate reader got a hit on Fort's car and he was taken into custody. Court... Uh, Fort killed a man earlier this year, according to police. He was also arrested last fall after he was spotted walking around the outside of a high school with a shotgun during a football game. Oh,
0: that's nice. nice.
2: Fort is currently being held in jail on charges of murder, theft by receiving stolen property, and possession of a firearm by a drum roll please da, 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 convicted,
1: da, 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 convicted felon, felon. Yes. Also dumb criminal. criminal
0: definitely dumb yeah, you leave your cell phone want, for murdering go dining juicy crab idiot and let me say Kelly that was a phenomenal dumb criminal segment great. you just read Thank I am you. a fan of how you read Thank dumb you. criminals listen
2: when the aggo's away the KJ will play
0: Ben bingos all right, we got one more for you before we get out of here today, y'all, and that is They Stole What? Stole What?
2: They Stole Woody's What? Woody's
0: favorite, They Stole What? And look, he's going to love this one, y'all, because this one's about fishing tackle. Uh-oh. Woody likes to fish.
1: Um, I, I love to I fish. Love
0: to and fish. KJ loves to fish. So an Ohio man has been charged after stealing thousands of dollars worth of fishing tackle from Walmart.
2: Well, you do what you got to do.
0: Yeah. There were two <laughs> separate yeah. cases. And they occurred on subsequent days. This is the interesting part. On the first day, uh, Derek Markham put the tackle in five plastic bins. He paid for the bins at the self-checkout, but didn't pay for the contents in the bins, right? Typical. (laughs) The very next day, Markham returned to another Walmart store and tried the same exact stunt again. This time, he filled two backpacks, Paid for the backpacks, but not the fishing gear inside. That's a lot of money in fishing gear. How uh, come yeah. every
2: time I walk past the entrance, I get stopped yeah. and accused of stealing with a foot-long receipt? This guy just walks out.
0: Mm. Authorities say he essentially cleared the entire aisle. <laughs> Oh. The total value of the stolen fishing tackle was thirty-eight. That's a lot of worms. $3,800 of worms.
2: That's some chumming.
0: Yeah. yeah. So he was caught after the second of the two thefts as he walked into the parking lot where he confessed to the theft the day before. Police were called and he was jailed for theft charges. That's pretty crazy when you steal fishing. He stole what? He stole what? He stole what? And he's been banned from every Walmart. For that's hours. right. Hey, we appreciate y'all listening. Yep, and we appreciate KJ for KJ. This has been out the water again. Probably the two best episodes we've ever done (laughs) on this show. Would you agree, buddy? Mike's gonna hire a hitman. I, I can't get give Woody me. to agree. Uh, Woody's too nice. <laughs> no, Woody ain't nice. Mike gives me enough <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, that's funny. I, I that. enjoyed these two episodes. I enjoyed thank them, you, too. I had fun, y'all. And I yes. really, really, appreciate you. You are the best. Follow her, yeah. Unspeakable, a yes. true crime podcast yes. by Kelly Jennings. 1,000%. 1, 1,000%. 1, and, and thank y'all for liking and,
1: and sharing and listening and all. Um, all all I gotta say all stuff. the good podcasts and shit we're supposed to say, but we appreciate and love each and every one of you.
0: That's right. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton.
2: And I'm Kelly Jennings.
0: Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Peace. Sha business. Sha business.
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.